you are someone who likes to have the, when the alarm goes off, it cu- hits you as a surprise, but that's better than looking at it and yes. seeing, oh, crap, I only because have four minutes left. that makes left. me ridiculously stressed. Okay. All right. That's good to know. And ridiculously stressed is not really the best of feelings. Welcome to the Tilt Parenting Podcast, a podcast featuring interviews and conversations aimed at inspiring, informing, and supporting parents raising differently wired kids. I'm your host, Debbie Reaver. And today's episode features another short conversation with my 11-year-old son, Asher. Today, we're devoting our whole conversation to a subject near and dear to pretty much every family's life these days, screen time. Like most of you listening, we have been trying to figure out how to best balance, manage, and negotiate Asher's engagement with all things screen so that it doesn't negatively impact our family and so that it doesn't take over his life. And before we get started, to be clear... We're not here to say that our way is the right way or that we have all the answers when it comes to exactly how much screen time is the right amount. But because the issue of screen time has been a source of significant stress and discussion in our family over the years, and I know I'm not alone here, we thought it might be useful to share some of our strategies for making Asher's relationship with the computer and iPad more workable for our family. I hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to check out the show notes as well because we're going to share our new and improved screen time planning worksheet as a downloadable. To learn more about this podcast in Tilt, the revolution for parents raising atypical kids, visit www.tiltparenting.com. This year, I've been working on becoming more attuned to my body. And so I'm starting to really recognize how periodic spikes in anxiety or disruptions to my routines can seriously throw my whole system off. And as I've been traveling a ton this past month, which is both disruptive and somewhat stressful, I'm especially glad that I have the extra support of Symbiotic Plus, a three-in-one supplement from Ritual with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. Symbiotic Plus provides fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. And it comes in this very cool minty delayed release capsule, which was specifically designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract for delivery to the colon. The bonus is that the capsules don't need to be refrigerated, so I can easily bring them with me in my carry-on. On a personal level, I love that Ritual is committed to sustainability. They're a female-founded B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable long-term to not only think about their company's financial health, but also the health of people and our planet. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com tilt. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com tilt for 25% off. Hey there, it's Debbie. I love making this show and sharing conversations about how to support our awesome neurodivergent kids. I've seen how even one little insight from an interview can spark a big shift in daily life. But I know that raising complex kids can be messy and lonely. And just when we think we figured it out, something comes up that boots us right back to feeling overwhelmed and stuck. That's why I've poured everything into creating a way for parents like us navigating complex parenting journeys to join together and chart a path that feels positive, hopeful, and doable. It's the brand new Differently Wired Club experience. In the club, you'll get personal support from me and other seasoned parent coaches, six live calls every month where you can connect and get your personal questions answered, the opportunity to learn directly from authors and experts like I have on this show, 
monthly themes for getting specific and tactical, an exclusive private podcast feed, and the best, most generous community of parents. Seriously, these folks show up for themselves and each other, and that right there is really everything. Because it's a daily reminder that we're not alone. Our kids aren't broken, and we have totally got this. The recently rebooted Differently Wired Club is on a brand new platform with its very own iOS and Android app. It is such a great space. However you learn, whatever your style, no matter the ages, genders, and neurodivergent profile of your children, the Differently Wired Club can help you cultivate the positive shifts you're hoping for. Join us today by going to tiltparenting.com slash club. That's tiltparenting.com slash club. I hope to see you on the inside. Maybe a month or so ago, Asher, we were using a new screen time planning worksheet. Yep. And it was a- new back then. It was new back then. And as we explained on a previous podcast, we were using the bubble system, which I'm kind of borrowing from the Pomodoro method, which is in this productivity planner that I use. But not to advertise for them or anything. <laughs> but not to advertise for them. <laughs> However, us yet. I noticed that the screen time planning worksheet was starting to be less effective. Do you remember what that, why that was the case? That was because I sort, I got bored. I didn't, I didn't really reflect on, on what I was going to do with my time. Sometimes that works. Like for example, I was playing a game called the Kerbal Space Program, and I was in the middle of sending something to the moon, and then my timer went off, and and I immediately did everything to get ready as fast as I could, and quickly reset the timer, and jump back on to make sure I hadn't missed my maneuver node. So, just for reference, in a previous episode of this podcast, the one about distraction, Asher and I talked about the screen time planning worksheet he was using at that time, the one we're talking about here. If you want to see a copy of that, visit the show notes for that episode at tiltparenting.com slash session three. Our deal was that Asher would set his own timer for a set period of time, and then when the timer went off, he'd fill in a bubble and determine how he wanted to spend his next chunk of time if he had any time left, and then set a new timer. The goal was both to keep him focused on what he wanted to achieve during his screen time so he wouldn't get upset if he squandered his time, as well as put the onus on him to manage his own time. Okay, back to the conversation. So I think what was happening was we were both getting lazy. Yeah. And what I noticed starting to happen was that your timer was going off you were acknowledging it, you were setting another timer, and you were diving right back in. So what was the key piece we were missing? The key piece was to reflect, like, when I already know what I'm going to do with my next time, then that's great. But if I don't, right, and I just jump back on, then I'm like, then I just, I I take a portal to the universe of distraction. <laughs> so I brought in a copy of our current screen time planning, because we made now, a... with more advanced screen timeosity. Yes, with more advanced screen timeosity. So, we have our screen time planner, and we took the original one, and we added some steps at the bottom as a visual reminder for you for what you need to do every time your alarm goes off. So, could you walk us through what those things are? Yeah, so first, when my alarm goes off, I, j- I take a pause for what I'm doing. Okay. And then I do an act... Some sort of activity, usually jumping jacks, to get my head out of the world of screen time. It's so magnificent. (laughs) (laughs) And then I fill in a bubble on my sheet. I take ten deep breaths. 
then I see if I have enough time left on my sheet to take 30 more minutes. And if I do, I think about how I spend that time and I start a 30 minute long timer. Okay. So that is like the whole system for what happens in between these 30 minute chunks. Yeah, that's the important part. We just added this to the screen time planner about three weeks ago. And we were doing it because what we realized, and we had a long conversation about this because things were starting to slip back to a not so great space with screen time in general. And so we had like an emergency meeting, right? Yeah. And we were like, hey, these old screen time planners worked. Maybe we could revise them and improve, improvisate, improvisate them. Right. And I think what we are, like, I specifically remember a conversation where we realized this will work. Yes. Right. I mean, it takes it. I have to form a habit, which I'm, I'm, I'm forming. (laughs) Right. But it works. And we're going to keep using this strategy until it stops working. Because <laughs> that's what you do to strategies. <laughs> so, yes, I would say I agree that it is working for now. Do you feel like you are actually forming like new habits? Yeah, definitely. Because you know what, Asher? One of our big initiatives, or our big things that we've been working on this year, is you being responsible for tracking your own time. Because it used to be all on me or your dad. And then whenever something happened that I didn't like, I would blame you. Right. So we were constantly, we are like the time police. And we were always having to be like, hey, time's up. Hey, time's up. So we were then... Bad cop. Bad cop. We were being the bad cop. And we were bearing the brunt of your dissatisfaction with that turn of events, right? And really, we know that it's important for you to start managing your own time. Yeah, because then I'm responsible. And then I don't take out my annoyance on anybody else. Right. And that's what we want. Then I'm like... Oh, I'm such an idiot. I should have I should have thought about my time. I'll remember to do that in future. But let me ask you this. Probably two and a half years ago, we bought a special timer that is just for kids who struggle with time. And it I don't know if you remember this. It's in your closet somewhere. I do. You do. <laughs> really you cool. really dislike this timer, but it has it has like a red zone, it's a really yellow intrusive. zone. What? It's intrusive? Yeah, it feels a bit intrusive. Why? And it feels a little bit baby-y. Okay. You didn't like the design. <laughs> Not at all. I mean, And I can't, I can't have a dissatisfactory timer, can I? Well, you know what else I think is another point that's specific to you, and maybe other kids feel the same way, but you don't like it to be visible, so Yeah, because that makes me really ridiculously stressed. I'm like, oh, crap, am I going to be able to finish this in this much time because I was planning to spend the next time on this? And and then I spend the whole thing stressing out instead of actually doing what I meant to do. And I'm like, ah, oh, it all happened like I thought it would. Now I have to take extra time into this so I can finish this. And it just completely throws me off. 
So you get really anxious about yes, because yeah. I'm like, oh crap! I have to, I have to finish launching this rocket so I can watch this video that was really funny. So you are <laughs> someone who likes to have the when the alarm goes off, it cu- hits you as a surprise. But that's better than looking at it and yes. seeing, oh crap! I only because have four then minutes that makes left. Makes me ridiculously stressed. Okay, all right, that's good to know. And ridiculously stressed is not really the best of feelings. No. So that's why the visual timer didn't work for you. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Especially not when you're using a limited commodity. Right. Otherwise known as screen time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So do you see, do you feel like this is getting easier? Like this it's getting whole easier. routine? Definitely. Okay. It's awesome. I would concur. I would say I that. I do forget forget occasionally like once i was doing something with alarm today i was doing something with alarms and my timer went off and i didn't hear it because i was i was like previewing alarm sounds for something that needed alarming <laughs> and it was like it's like no i don't like that sound it sounds like there are two alarm sounds going off at once i'll listen to this <laughs> one and then by the time i listened to the next one then my first alarm had stopped <laughs> And then I was like, and then later up, I looked at it and I was like, ah, why? <laughs> and then I crossed off 45 minutes. Yeah, you took responsibility for that time, which I think is great. Yeah. It's not like, it didn't get time, so it doesn't count. Okay. I'll just fill in a half hour and be really No, suspicious. you're being very responsible with your time. I have noticed a big difference, and I would say... I think this is working. You have asked me when we had our emergency meeting, you asked me to help you to help support you in remembering to do these steps like the taking 10 deep breaths and taking a pause and all that. And so what I've been doing sometimes is setting my timer at the same time. And then I just kind of Oh, you're so smart. Well, you know, I have my tricks. But that way, even if I'm working in another room or doing something else, I am aware of what's happening. And if a few minutes past that timer go off, I can just poke my head and say, hey, what's going on? And then you'll realize, oh, timer should have gone off. Oh, my goodness. It's really not that dramatic. Why me? So I feel comfortable doing that because that's not me pestering you, but that's me kind of being your backup because... yeah. I feel like if you can really form this new habit, it's going to just get easier and easier, right? Right. But now my face hurts. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because of all the the dramaticness. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The dramatic cause. The dramaticness. (gasps) Okay, so moving on. Um, Before, I think we'll probably do more of these conversations about screen time. And actually, we have another one we're going to talk about on another episode, because this is like probably the number one struggle that most families with kids, whether they're differently wired or whether they're as neurotypical as can be, screen time is a huge challenge. So um, I'm hopeful that these strategies are helpful for other people. Do you have anything that you want to add before we say goodbye? Can you keep the part with the dramatosity in the podcast? Okay. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Tilt Parenting Podcast. 
As a follow-up, we recorded this episode several months ago, and I'm happy to report that we are still using this particular screen time planner, and it still seems to be working. It's undergone some design tweaks, you know, updated fonts and important things like that. But again, this strategy with myself or my husband, Darren, as a backup timer seems to be working. If you'd like to download our screen time planner, you can get that and the other resources mentioned in this episode on the show notes page, which you can find at tillparenting.com session 12. One last note. We're getting lots of great feedback on these special Asher episodes, specifically that parents are listening to them with their kids, which we think is just so cool. If you have a topic you'd like to hear Asher and me discuss on the show, please email us at debbie at tiltparenting.com or leave a comment on the show notes page. Lastly, if you like this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. That helps ensure our podcast is easily visible for other parents raising differently wired kids. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information on the Tilt Revolution and to sign up for our community, visit www.tiltparenting.com. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Ko, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.